WFKE News Time is 12 midnight. This is Spectator News on the Airstrip One Radio Network. Information for post truth America. You give us eight and a half minutes, we'll confirm your position. I'm Mike Reynolds. Page one. As Neil Gorsuch was being sworn in as the newest justice of the Supreme Court, the High Court overturned one of his previous rulings. In a ruling for the Tenth Court of Appeals, Gorsuch wrote that Bastard Corp can force handicapped children to drive trucks through the Arctic even if the children don't work for that company. Gorsuch wrote, quote, Corporations are not only people, they're better people and thus deserve better rights, end quote. The path to Gorsuch's confirmation was a difficult one, forcing Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to invoke the so-called nuclear option, which allowed confirmation with a simple majority vote rather than the traditional 60. During hearings, Democrats peppered the nominee with strange hypothetical cases, such as if abortion were illegal and a woman went to the dentist for a root canal, but the dentist accidentally gave her an abortion, would that be illegal? Gorsuch continually irked Democrats by commenting that he couldn't address hypothetical cases that may one day come before the Supreme Court. At times, however, Gorsuch was distinctly cagey in his answers. At one point, Democratic Senator Al Franken asked Gorsuch that since the justice believes in a strict interpretation of the Constitution, where in that document does it say that corporations are people? The nominee replied, quote, I have new shoes, end quote. For their part, Republicans were incensed that Democrats refused to support a qualified justice simply because he was chosen by President Donald Trump. When asked about how that differed from Republicans refusing for nine months to even meet with the prior administration's nominee Merrick Garland, McConnell said, quote, that's different because, you know, Obama, end quote. After the swearing-in, President Trump kissed a stunned Gorsuch on the mouth smearing the new justice's face with grandma lipstick. The new justice takes the seat of Justice Antonin Scalia, who died a long, long time ago. Gorsuch promised to uphold the judicial standards set by Scalia, including all the scratching. President Donald Trump has ordered U.S. troops to put a stop to the crimes against humanity being committed against the country of Umbragonia, a nation made up by Trump. The president tweeted that, quote, fake news won't mention Islamic extremists attacking the Umbragonian capital of Hooderdu, tragic, end quote. The recent order has sent the Department of Retroactive Truth into overdrive. The newly created department's role is to make the president's false claims true. The department's first act was to blunt public criticism that Umbragonia was not real. It did so by sending out a photo of the president golfing in the non-existent country. However, the picture showed President Trump golfing at what looks like Mar-a-Lago with a badly photoshopped sign in the background that reads, Welcome to Umbergonia. The department also sent out a photo of what is said to be Trump meeting with the Umbergonian Prime Minister, Bagadaga. The photo was actually one of Trump meeting with former President Barack Obama at the White House. For his part, House Intelligence Chairman Devin Nunez called FBI Director James Comey to appear before the committee and answer questions about how the president's order to send the military into Umbergonia was leaked to the media. Said Nunez, quote, These leaks endanger our men and women in uniform as they face a violent enemy in Umbergonia, end quote. 
Always willing to assist in a crisis, the Russian state-owned media outlet said that its government was willing to help its American allies in the fight for Umbergonia. The Russian media stories also create a mythical history of Umbergonia, including that the nation was host until the until now non-existent 1982 Winter Olympics. The order to send American troops into a make-believe country did not sit well with Defense Secretary James Mattis. After spewing a stream of invectives, sources say the former general then muttered something about invading Mar-a-Lago. To appease the president, Mattis announced that he was sending the USS Bat Masterson to the region. should be noted that, like Umbergonia, the Masterson does not exist. Page 2. Travelers across the world are piling criticism on United Airlines after a video showed a passenger being beaten with shovels. The video, which has more than 200 million views, shows police officers pounding the passenger after he said he didn't want a pack of complimentary peanuts, forcing the flight attendant to call police. The passenger, Xion Liu, said he was deathly allergic to peanuts. United CEO Oscar Munez defended the assault, saying Liu disrupted other passengers by not eating the peanuts. Munez said, quote, The passenger caused further disruption by screaming as police hit him with the shovels. This is why we hate people traveling in our planes, end quote. Munoz has been United's chief since 2015. Prior to his role at the airline, Munoz was vice president of accounts at Bastard Corp. You're listening to the Airstrip One Radio Network on AM 675 WFKE. Six months before the start of the 2017 season, the NFL is again exposing its cold heart after every team in the league released their starting quarterbacks to be replaced by undocumented immigrants. The Cowboys have already named Gilberto Sanchez as the team's new starter. The 5'6", 55-year-old Sanchez has some reservations about his new job, telling WFKE that, quote, I know nothing about American football, but Mr. Jones said I couldn't leave the shed unless I played. I am very frightened, end quote. The mass firings have led to a strange diaspora of professional quarterbacks shambling the streets in a daze. Being released was particularly hard for former Cowboys phenom Dak Prescott, who was rocking back and forth against a wall, muttering that he didn't belong there. Many of the unemployed players have taken to hanging around taco trucks in the early morning hours, hoping that someone will drive by in need of their quarterback skills. Even former New England quarterback Tom Brady is looking for temporary day work. Consigned to a wheelchair and hooked to an IV drip since his felony assault at the hands of the Falcons' defense at Super Bowl 51, the Patriots legend was gumming his way through a breakfast taco when a driver pulled up and hired Brady to work at a child's birthday party, throwing footballs at a clown. One of the workday hopefuls, former Cleveland Browns quarterback Robert Griffin III, explained to WFKE why people could use a quarterback. Quote, maybe somebody needs a quarterback to throw sideline drills or even just knocking pecans out of a tree with a football. I don't care. I need work, man. End quote. RG3 pointed out that he's only available for work that has limited physical contact, as doctors have said that if the QB is hit again, he will die. When asked if it bothered him that so many American quarterbacks are wandering the streets injured and without work, Raiders owner Mark Davis, laughing and rolling his eyes, replied, quote, yeah, okay, end quote. This summer, the league will discuss a proposal that every team move to a city in Mexico where there are no concussion protocols. Page three. 
In international news, while British Prime Minister Theresa May leads Parliament into the process of stepping away from the European Union, Britain is still making overtures toward the EU. The UK hopes to set up a favorable post-Brexit relationship with the continent. May said that while, quote, Britain loves the European Union, we are not in love with it, end quote, the government has also suggested that despite the breakup, Britain would still like to have a physical relationship with the Union. The EU, however, has stated unequivocally that there will no longer be any conjugal relationship after the split, primarily because it would encourage other European nations to simply love and run. The EU also stated that it's not that kind of trade union. Britain's responded that despite everything, the two do have a lot of history and are really good together. However, the EU notified the UK that it's seeing Scotland now and is completely over Britain. Followers of Senator Bernie Sanders are reeling after reports confirmed that the former presidential candidate killed Marxist revolutionary Leon Trotsky. Sanders himself confirmed that he killed the Russian Bolshevik because, quote, he done tried to steal my woman, end quote. The independent Vermont senator and unabashed socialist killed Trotsky in Mexico City with an axe in 1940. Sanders is seldom seen without his axe, which he calls Lula May. He's also rumored to carry a switchblade in his sock. In 1940, Sanders ran a popular brothel in the Mexican capital, El Burdel de la Comuna, or the Commune Brothel. The place was popular because Sanders would not permit cash to be used for the brothel services, only in exchange of crops. Trotsky, a frequent visitor to El Burdel, fell in love with one of the young women, Libra del Yugo, or Free of the Yoke. The love-struck Russian asked Libre to marry him, which enraged Sanders, who claimed ownership of the brothel's women as an extension of his labor. The new revolutions throw gesso on the canvas of Russian history, as it has long been believed that Joseph Stalin ordered Trotsky's assassination. The only explanation Sanders gave when asked about the incident was, quote, you don't mess with the Sandman senoritas, end quote. This has been Spectator News on AM 675 WFKE. Spectator News is written by the TX citizens Tony Rainey and Bell Likens and produced by me, Mike Reynolds. Stay informed by subscribing to the newscast on SoundCloud and the iTunes podcast store. And until next time, remember to stand your ground. Because as a 21st century American, you've not only the right to your own opinion, but to your own facts as well. we got to get off the air.